spring is in the air. And if you are in New England where I am, I know that you are probably really ready for it. I'm definitely ready. And with spring usually comes a little spring cleaning, hopefully, right? If we can find the time for it. So last week on the show, we had Emily McDermott on, and she is a decluttering expert who talked to us all about how clutter affects our home and our health and our homeschool and our focus and all of the things. And then she gave us three tips to help us really tackle decluttering with ease. Like how do we know what to keep and how do we know what to throw away? And those two episodes were so great. There was such goodness in there. So after those episodes aired, I had a request from a listener to share time management strategies and tips to find the time to declutter. So I just wanted to pop in here with a little bonus episode to share some quick tips to help you find the time to get your decluttering done. Hey mama, welcome to the Nourished Mom Podcast, where you're going to learn how to find balance between homeschooling, housework, and all the other things. God is calling your family to a life of peace and goodness, even on those days when you're trying to remember why you chose to homeschool, you just want a minute to yourself and you're overwhelmed with a million things to do. If you're ready for simple routines, time management strategies, and biblical mindsets to transform your days from on balance to intentional, then you are in the right place. So set those kiddos up with some Legos, some independent work, or whatever is gonna keep them engaged for the next 15 minutes while we dig into today's show. Welcome back to the Nourished Mom Podcast. We've got a little bonus episode for you today that is piggybacking off of our episodes from last week, all about decluttering. So if you haven't listened to last week's episodes with Emily McDermott, you probably wanna jump back into those really quick. They talk all about the effects of clutter on our home and our anxiety and our focus and our homeschool and all of that stuff. And Emily shared some really good good tips to make good good decisions about what stays and what goes when we're decluttering and how to make sense of it all. But one thing that we didn't talk too much about was how do you find the time to declutter? And I had a listener specifically ask me, like, did you cover that? And we didn't. So I wanted to just cover that a little bit for you to just add to the last two episodes so you can get it done. You can get this stuff done. So I want to be really transparent that I have not tackled this yet. I have a little bit of clutter that is hanging around my homeschool room, hanging around, where else? My closet. Oh, guys, the closet in my homeschool room, not not a pretty place right now. But decluttering has definitely been on my radar since I talked to Emily. And I want to walk you through four tips that is exactly the way that I would walk it out. It's how I am going to walk it out, right? Because I'm going to do it right alongside with you. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. (laughs) All right, four tips to help you find the time to get your decluttering done. Number one, first, you need to decide if this is a priority for you right now. 
So if you listened to last week's episode, you know all of the benefits of decluttering. And clutter may very well be making your life a little bit harder, messing with your focus, messing with your anxiety, messing with your children's ability to focus. So we know the benefits, but is it time to tackle this for you? Is it the right season? So there are some things that I want you to consider. How overwhelmed are you? Like, can you take on another thing? And no, like tackling decluttering doesn't have to be a big commitment. You can do 10 minutes here, you know, five minutes there, whatever you decide on. But if you are already at your capacity, it might not be the right time for you. So that's something that you need to to look into and decide on. The other thing I want you to consider is have you sensed clutter contributing to your overwhelm? Because if you have, it might just be your time to get it done. And honestly, after I recorded the episode with Emily, there was a day where me and the boys were sitting at the table and doing our stuff and I was getting overwhelmed. So I was getting a little overwhelmed and I started to look around at the table around me and was like, no kidding, I'm overwhelmed. Like, why are all of these papers surrounding me? And I'm like, all right, let's take a second. We've got to declutter this table before we move on with our homeschool day. Like I realized that it actually was affecting my focus, my stress, and my ability to like do the things. Okay. So can you take on the commitment? How overwhelmed are you? Is it contributing to your overwhelm? Is clutter stressing you out? Then you need to take it to the Lord. You know, you hear me say this all the time, but pray on it. The Lord knows. He knows what you need. He knows what you can handle. So take some time to pray on it. And then also maybe talk to your husband. Um, Emily had spoke about, you know, lowering the bar a bit sometimes in one of the episodes. I forget if it was the first or the second one, but I really liked it that idea that maybe some things can take a back seat right now while we work on something else. So maybe you can lower the bar on the expectations for dinner, you know, every Tuesday night while you get some decluttering done or your expectations on how the rest of the house is cleaned up while you get this decluttering done. So talk to your husband about that. And, um, you know, maybe it's time. Maybe it's time to get rid of the clutter. Okay, tip number two is to set a SMART goal. So a SMART goal is specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, and time-bound. And a SMART goal will help you to stay motivated and get the things done. So let's break this down for a minute. So specific. So you could say, I'm going to declutter my homeschool room. That's great. That's awesome. But it's too vague. You're going to get off track. So being a little more specific, like maybe saying I'm going to declutter the bookshelves and the curriculum will help you know exactly what you're doing so you're not going to get sidetracked organizing the kids' art projects that they've done over the last five years. Because we all know that that is a whole different project and it can be decluttering, but you got to know exactly what you're working on. It's got to be specific, right? Okay, the next part, measurable. So you could say, I'm going to declutter the bookshelves and curriculum, but how are you measuring, like, how do you know what the decluttering is? Did you get it all done? Did you finish yet? I'm not sure. So what if we said, 
I'm going to declutter the bookshelves and curriculum by getting rid of anything that we don't plan to use in the next year. Or maybe for you, it's next two years. I don't know. You've, you have to decide what works for you. But your standard of measurement in this example is the time in which you would use the curriculum. So if you're not going to use it in two years, it's got to go. That's how you make your decision. That's how you know if you finished the decluttering. Because if you have anything that you're not going to use in the next two years, you didn't finish yet. <laughs> All right, so maybe you would measure it this way. Maybe you would say, I'm going to declutter the bookshelves and curriculum by only keeping what spit foot spits, what fits on the specified shelves. Maybe you decide that you're going to have one shelf for workbooks, one for science, one for history, or however it works for you. So you need to decide how you're going to measure your success. What does decluttering actually mean to you in this project that you're tackling. Okay, so we have smart, measurable, achievable. So you need to make sure that what you are taking on is actually doable with the amount of time you have, with the amount of energy you have, with the amount of focus that you have. Maybe it's not realistic to tackle all of your curriculum right now. Maybe you want to just start with the workbooks. Maybe it's not the whole bookcase. Maybe it's just half. But make sure you choose a goal that's achievable because if, if it's not achievable, you're going to quickly get overwhelmed. And what happens when we get overwhelmed is that we give up. All right, so smart, measurable, achievable, relevant. Your goal has to be relevant to you. It has to have real value. So I could set a goal to declutter my attic, but guys, I never go up there. Like in the 10 years that we've lived in our house, I've stuck my head up there once. I've never actually been up there and I really don't plan to. So saying that I'm going to declutter my attic, even though like it could be a cool thing to get done, it might be valuable to some people. It's just not really something that is worth my time, especially in this busy season. But the things that are stressing me out, like if my homeschool room is stressing me out every time I walk by it, and I'm like, ooh, I need to declutter that shelf. Or the junk drawer is driving you crazy because you can never find the pencils or the erasers. Hello, I'm right there with you. <laughs> then those are good, relevant things to declutter. All right, the last portion is time bound. So this refers to the timeline that you set to get your goal done. So you could say, I will declutter the bookshelves and curriculum by only keeping what fits in the designated shelves and setting aside 15 minutes every Tuesday and Thursday over the month of May. So you took the specific part, you took the measurable part and the relevant part, and then you put a timeline to it. So you're going to set aside 15 minutes every Tuesday and Thursday over the month of May. Now you have a timeline, you have a deadline to keep you motivated. Okay, so you've got your SMART goal. You've decided to set up 15 minutes every Tuesday and Thursday, but how are you going to make it happen? How are you going to stick with it? Where are you going to find the time? Tip number three, we're going to focus on the when. 
and we're going to use habit stacking. So habit stacking is when you link a new habit that you want to create to an existing habit that you already have. And I really like using habit stacking instead of saying like at 4.30 every Tuesday and Thursday, I'm going to declutter. Because what if your day gets off track and you're not really on schedule with your the time limits that you set, then you kind of have to throw it all out, right? Like 4.30 past, I wasn't there. I guess I'm throwing it out. But when you habit stack, you can keep the rhythm of the day even if you get a little bit off track, right? You just stick with the rhythm. So what habit are you already doing that you can link this new habit of decluttering to? So I want you to think of what time would work best. Think of your energy, your focus, your kids, your husband, like what is going on in your house throughout the day? When and where can you spare the 15 minutes? Pick a habit that you are already doing during that time of day and link your decluttering to that. So maybe it's drinking your coffee in the morning. Um, For me, I feel like the the thing that's going to work best is linking it to my daily cleanup that I do in the evening. Um, It's roughly set around a certain time. I like to have a time boundary around it. But really, I just do my daily cleanup before I start cooking dinner. So I'm going to start a little bit early and try adding it in to the beginning of that, add in 15 minutes, get some decluttering done before I start my cleanup, and wham, there we go. All right, tip number four is to be intentional. So there's two parts to this. Keep boundaries. So don't schedule things over the time that you set aside. So that means if your friend calls you up and is like, oh, we're having a play date at the park on Tuesday. Do you want to come? I mean, it could be okay if it was the morning time. But um, if in your case you picked Tuesday evening like I did during my cleanup to to get the decluttering done, then I would have to say, no, not this time. We're going to skip. So if this is important to you, if this is a priority to you, keep your boundaries, right? You're only doing it for a couple weeks. You got it. Keep your boundaries. The second part of this is to not get distracted. So turn off your notifications. Don't answer your phone. Don't check your text. Don't go grab a snack. Don't go on social media. Don't do the other things. Just stay focused for the time that you set aside. All right, those are my four tips. I hope that they help you out to find time for decluttering. And I think that Emily, the decluttering expert, has a challenge in her Facebook group, I think, like a 15-minute, I'm not exactly sure how it works, but you might want to check that out. Her Facebook group is Decluttering Tips and Support for Overwhelmed Moms. And I'm going to link it in the show notes in case you want to check that out. And if you have a topic that you would like covered on the show, just like, you know, this bonus topic, please reach out to me. So you can email me at brandy at nursedmom.com or pop into the Facebook group, join the community and leave a comment there. And I would be so honored and so grateful if you would help me to reach more moms with this show. So you can do that by sharing this episode with a friend, by sharing it on your social media, or by writing a review on Apple Podcasts. And then also, don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss out on all of the goodness and when the new podcasts are releasing. 
All right, I just, I pray that the Lord blesses you. I pray that he gives you motivation and direction. Most of all, I pray that he just covers you with peace, that he fills your heart with peace and joy that overflows to your children, that overflows to your husband, to your friends, to your community, that he just fills you up. In Jesus' name, amen.